This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. No matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your baby's mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Get your baby butt in the best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Tonight, the recession fears growing with the price of nearly everything going up as inflation hits a new 40-year high. The markets tank as the sticker shock of groceries, gas, rent sets in and the economy reacts. Plus, the vacation inflation. How much more will your summer trip cost as airfare, hotel and car rental prices skyrocket? Scolding Ivanka, the former president's reaction tonight to his daughter's testimony in front of the January 6th Congressional Committee. Plus, what to expect from the second public hearing Monday on the Capitol assault investigation. The new outrage in the Uvalde school shooting. Tonight, why the school police chief waited more than an hour to confront the gunman and why he says he intentionally left his radios behind. Nearly 70 million Americans facing dangerous heat. The triple-digit temperatures setting records from California to Texas. News about the battle for Ukraine. Russian forces are close to capturing another major city in the country's industrial heartland. A heroic rescue. Tonight, after pulling a man off the electrified third rail, the much-deserved reward. And on the road has the play-by-play of an 11-year-old girl's trip to the ballpark and the broadcast booth. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. Tonight, many Americans didn't need a report to tell them what they're already feeling. 
Prices are skyrocketing on everything from food to fuel and from rent to airfare. But the numbers are worse than expected. Inflation is surging at the fastest pace in more than 40 years, with the consumer price index rising 8.6% compared to a year earlier. It's actually the fastest pace of inflation since December of 1981. Rampant inflation is not only imposing severe pressures on our pocketbooks, but also on President Biden. Recent surveys show that Americans see high inflation as the nation's top problem, as the president's approval ratings on the economy remain underwater. Stocks fell sharply on the news, with the Dow and S&P 500 falling more than 2%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq fell more than 3%. We've got a lot of news to get to tonight, and our White House correspondent Ed O'Keefe is in Los Angeles because that's where the president is talking about this very topic. Good evening, Ed. Good evening, Nora. CBS News has learned the White House didn't anticipate the inflation numbers would be this big, and the figures are rattling Democrats ahead of the midterm elections, as voters are holding President Biden responsible for something he alone can't fix. Today's record inflationary report means more economic pain ahead for Americans, and Wall Street felt it too as the markets tumbled. Costs are up on food, rent, and used cars, and of course, gas, which is up almost 50% from a year ago. Never thought I'd see it go up that much that fast. It's skyrocketing no matter where you go. American households are now paying $460 more every month to buy the same things they did last year. I understand Americans are anxious, and they're anxious for good reason. President Biden today visited the port of Los Angeles, where the backlog of idling ships and cargo containers is eased, but had little effect on record prices. Mr. Biden said the war in Ukraine is partly to blame. I'm doing everything in my power to blunt Putin's price hike and bring down the cost of gas and food. It's cold comfort for customers and businesses alike. We are seeing increases of like up to 500%. Rosa Peralta and Hector Serrano, who run Doña Estela's food truck, cut staff in half and are passing the soaring cost of ingredients onto their clientele. Paying at least $30 more per box of avocados. Yes. Inflation's now a full-blown political crisis for the White House and Democrats heading into the midterm elections. Eight in ten Americans say the economy's in bad shape, and consumer confidence today hit a new low. It's now up to the Federal Reserve, which is likely to boost interest rates in hopes of pushing down prices. Hector and Rosa say it can't happen fast enough. We're still in business, but we're struggling. Here in L.A. today, the president also called on the oil industry to boost domestic production and warned against price gouging. He also wants Congress to pass legislation that would ease shipping costs so they don't get passed along on to customers. But at this point, that's about all he can do. Nora? Ed O'Keefe, thank you. One sector of the economy being hit especially hard is the travel industry, with airfares, hotels, and car rentals seeing some of the biggest increases. But there is one bit of good news for international air travelers. After the Biden administration announced today that it's dropping its COVID-19 test requirement to enter the U.S. Here's CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The nation's airlines have been lobbying the Biden administration for weeks to drop the COVID testing requirement, hoping to speed up the recovery of international travel and tourism. We've come a long way with the pandemic now, and that will ease the flow of people, you know, in and out of the states. Here at home, Americans are hitting the road in the largest number since the pandemic began. Tatiana White's high school graduation brought family from across the country to Florida. But Belinda and Adon Ramos from Maryland are feeling vacation inflation. How much more is this going to cost than you thought it would? <laughs> At least double. 
Then you get to at least double. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much it's going to be like about 4500 bucks. Domestic airfare is costing flyers 34% more than 2019. Airbnb prices are up over 11% this year, while the average hotel room costs 40 bucks more per night than last summer. And rental cars have soared a stunning 70% during the pandemic. Sally French from NerdWallet. If you are taking a trip this summer, you should certainly expect to pay more. NerdWallet also found dining out costs 7.2% more than it did last year. Now, inflation concerns are prompting nearly half of Americans to reduce travel or cut their vacation budget. Sean Sherman says the cost of fuel put the brakes on a family road trip. Oh, I just said, look, we're, we're putting it on the back burner for now, and it broke some hearts, but that's the reality. So what can you do? Book early and be flexible with your travel dates and times. Also, think about flipping how you plan this trip and start with the rental car, then find the airfare and the hotel. And when it comes to rental cars, it's almost always cheaper to book downtown than here at the airport. Nora? I didn't know that. Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. Today, we heard from Donald Trump after that hearing that accused him of leading an attempted coup. Part of the testimony included his daughter, but the former president denied what she said saying that she was checked out. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. Donald Trump. The House Select Committee Senate. didn't hold back, pinning the blame squarely on former President Trump for being at the center of what it called a multi-step conspiracy to overturn the 2020 election. January 6th was the culmination of an attempted coup. The panel released never-seen-before depositions from members of Trump's family and inner circle, including former Attorney General William Barr, who dismissed claims of a stolen election. Which I told the president was A view backed up by Mr. Trump's daughter, Ivanka. Um, I respect Attorney General Barr, um, so I accepted what he said, was saying. To that, Trump said on social media, Ivanka Trump was not involved in looking at or studying election results, and he blasted the hearing as a political witch hunt. Emotions were high as more footage was shown from the riot. U.S. Capitol Police Officer Caroline Edwards, who was knocked unconscious, described a war scene. And I saw friends with blood all over their faces. I was slipping in people's blood. You know, I, I was... Catching people as they fell, I, you know, I was, it was carnage, it was chaos. Documentarian Nick Quested also testified he was embedded with the Proud Boys, describing a group of two to three hundred members of the extremist group marching towards the Capitol to scope it out well before the former president's speech. I was surprised at the size of the group, the anger and the profanity. And when these chants rang out, a stunning revelation from Vice Chair Liz Cheney. The president responded with this sentiment, quote, maybe our supporters have the right idea. She noted it was Vice President Mike Pence who called for the National Guard, not the president. And she offered this rebuke to her GOP colleagues. There will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. President Biden disagreed. That the same forces that led January 6th remain at work today. The committee will hold 
three hearings next week focused on the former president's big lie, as well as his alleged efforts to pressure the Justice Department and his own vice president to overturn the election. CBS News has learned that Trump's former acting attorney general, Jeffrey Rosen, is also expected to testify. Nora. That'll be interesting. Nicole Killian, thank you so much. Well, today we learned this, that 33 children at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, waited for more than an hour before police moved in. And the police, they reportedly knew that some kids were still alive inside. CBS's Omar Villafranca tells us the school police chief's excuse for why his officers waited to confront the gunman. Uvalde School Police Chief Pete Arredondo is telling his side of the story. In an interview with the Texas Tribune, Arredondo revealed he decided to enter the school without his police radios because he believed they would slow him down. Arredondo told the outlet one had a whip-like antenna that would hit him as he ran. The other had a clip that Arredondo knew would cause it to fall off his tactical belt during a long run. While he and officers waited outside the barricaded classroom for more than an hour, students were making 911 calls from inside begging the police to come in and help them. But Arredondo told the Tribune he was not aware of the 911 calls because he did not have his radio and no one in the hallway relayed that information to him. And in a surprising revelation, Arredondo said he didn't believe he was in charge of the scene. I didn't issue any orders, Arredondo said. I called for assistance and asked for an extraction tool to open the door. We asked former Dallas schools police chief Craig Miller about Arredondo's decision not to bring his police radios inside. Any reasonable police officer would know to take their police radio with them and uh, certainly to not have communications when you're going into the fray uh, is, is problematic. And as for Arredondo's claim of not knowing he was the on-scene commander? Because Chief Arredondo has four stars on his collar. Uh, many of the officers uh, who were there may, may have felt in their mind that, that he was in charge. As the questions around the response continue, so do the funerals for the victims. Today, Eva Mireles, one of the teachers killed in the attack, was laid to rest. She was remembered for her bright smile. We learned that Eva Mireles and at least two students were taken by ambulance from the school and pronounced dead at the hospital. That means one of the biggest questions for investigators is whether students and teachers' lives could have been saved had police gone into that room any sooner. Nora? So difficult to think about that. Omar Villafranca, thank you. Texas will remain under a dangerous heat wave through the weekend as triple-digit temperatures extend across much of the southwest, all the way to California. For the forecast, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Hey there, Mike. And good evening, Nora. The extreme heat will show no signs of letting up this weekend. Record-setting temperatures are likely for us from places like Las Vegas back down into central Texas. Heat once again comes in on Sunday. Place like Austin, a record-setting 102 degrees. We'll do 101 degrees in Shreveport. On Monday, that heat expands in the Midwest and Southeast. Triple-digit numbers, St. Louis, and in places like Nashville. I want to show you St. Louis in particular. Our forecast gets pretty extreme through next week in particular. Starting this weekend, but going through early Early next week, look at some of these numbers. We think at least three straight days of 100 degree heat. The thing about it is this, Nora, all the way through next weekend, we anticipate extreme heat all the way to the East Coast. Summer is here. Thank you, Mike Bettis. 
Now to the war in Ukraine, where officials today issued a new plea to the West for heavy weapons. They say up to 200 Ukrainian soldiers are being killed every day, and Russian forces are quickly grabbing territory along the strategically important Black Sea coast. CBS's Chris Livesay is there. It's here on the Black Sea coast where Ukraine is bracing for an amphibious Russian assault. You could call this Overwatch position a tripwire, one of the first lines of defense between the Russian military and the city of Odessa, protected in part by American firepower. The U.S. has supplied Ukraine with more than 6,500 javelins like this one. They've been a game changer, striking 99% of their targets, says this soldier, codenamed Joker. But they're designed to take out tanks, not the Russian fleet. To do that, Ukraine is counting on advanced long-range missile systems on their way from the U.S. Without them, coastal cities like Mykolaiv are sitting ducks, says Mayor Oleksandr Senkevich, who rushes us below a children's hospital during an air raid. They want to kill Ukrainians as much, as many as they can. Are you worried that this city could become the next Mariupol? Uh, I hope not. Mariupol, now notorious for its fierce resistance, eventually fell into Russian hands. And with it, three foreign fighters, two from Britain, one from Morocco, now sentenced to death by firing squad in a Russian court. A provocation that's destined to backfire, says a former U.S. Army medic and friend to one of the British prisoners. I think it will invigorate people more than anything. Now, those soldiers can appeal their death sentence in what's widely seen as a sham trial. Meanwhile, Ukraine says it's now losing up to 200 of its soldiers every day, desperately awaiting the arrival of that advanced weaponry from the United States that's still weeks away. Nora. Chris Livesay, thank you. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. A day at the beach ended in tragedy today for two teenagers in Queens, New York. Two 13-year-old boys apparently drowned off Howard Beach. Their bodies were recovered this afternoon. There are signs posted in the area warning people not to swim because of strong currents. Also this, a judge in Michigan today set bond at $100,000 for a Grand Rapids police officer charged with second-degree murder in the shooting of a 26-year-old refugee from Congo. Officer Christopher Schur has pleaded not guilty. All right, a 20-year-old man from Chicago is getting more than praise for rescuing a man who'd fallen onto an electrified train rail. Anthony Perry says he could feel the shocks through his body, but it didn't stop him from helping to resuscitate the man who's now in serious condition. Listen to this. A community leader honored Perry's heroics, giving him a 2009 Audi so he no longer has to take two buses and a train to get to work. When a play-by-play -play announcer sits down in front of a microphone, they never know who might be listening. CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road with the trailblazing broadcaster. 
11-year-old Ellie Dowdy of Amherst, Virginia, eats, sleeps, and talks baseball. Now up to bat. She announces for her local junior varsity team and practices big league broadcasting from her living room. Look at his blocking skills. But she didn't know girls could do this as a career until she listened to a Baltimore Orioles game. But now there's two outs. And I thought, I can do that too. That is possible. Ellie's proof possible is play-by-play -play announcer Melanie Newman. How are we doing? Ellie was so taken by her that last year she reached out to Melanie in the only way she knew how. Oh, that is cute. Her sign read, hey, Melanie, hey, Melanie Newman, need help Open in the, the booth? booth? There's Mel. And the answer was yes. All right, Ellie, are you ready to call a pitch? Yeah, yes, ma'am. All right. This week, Melanie invited Ellie to call part of a game. Have a 3-2 count. Because Melanie assumed that's what the girl wanted. We have a outside ball. And it was, in part. But when Ellie held up that sign, she didn't just want to help Melanie in the booth. She wanted to help Melanie as a person. I was just hoping that she would see it and see that a lot of young girls are looking up to her because when Melanie was growing up, she had to push through all the people telling her that no, only men can do that. It's true. And even today, some men are still hurling sexist barbs at Melanie on social media. But there to deflect them with her single ply poster board stands Ellie Dowdy, who returned with a new sign that read, Melanie Newman is fire. What does that feel like to see that? It really takes you back for a minute. And here's where we saw just how much Melanie appreciates the support. I paid a lot of dues to just get here. And the hope is when those little girls make those signs, their dues are so much less. In sports, people are always clawing their way to the top. This is so cool. But the true heroes of any game are the ones who lift others. Steve Hartman on the road in Baltimore. Girl power. Love it. Sunday on Face the Nation, John Dickerson's guests include Republican January 6th committee member Adam Kinzinger. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in our nation's capital. Good night and have a great weekend. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com.
These products are perfect for any fan of evening news. And you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.